Should I have been recording that? Nice. There it is. Alright, moving on. I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my friends are horrible people. Yes, Cam had a very bad game. Can we get that on tape? Get that overrated piece of crap out of this conversation. Are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning to. Big time Timmy Jim, Chris Sale, Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. Welcome to Late Night Shots, where we talk about sports while taking some late night shots. Anybody? Here it is. All right, whatever. All right, all four of us are here today. Chris, Brad, Landon, and Alex. How's it going, fellas? Good. Off to a rough start. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I'm just disappointed you didn't bring any for me. Uh, maybe I'll give you one if you're nice. If you make Landon cry, I will give you a beer. No, that, that ain't going to happen. I don't know. There might be ways. I don't know. I, uh, we have ways of making you talk. <laughs> there is uh, still some tears running down those eyes, Alex, from the uh, NFC Championship game. So, just like every other Saints fan and player. But that's neither here nor there. He would wipe I mean, them up if there would have been a penalty flag, but there wasn't. So, he couldn't wipe his tears up. There wasn't. <laughs> we'll get to that division later. But uh, we'll start off with the mulligan this week, brought to you by Homestead. And we're actually going to talk a little bit about baseball. Brad, that's the like the kind of small ball. It's white. They try and hit it over a fence. Guys throw it at other people. It's getting smaller. Not so ringing any more bells. I'm just trying to think of sports, and it's not reminding me of anything. It's the one where you go sit and watch the game, and they start playing, and then you fall asleep in like two and a half hours. You wake up. And the score's only like two to one. Oh, I wake up and I find out I'm one of Bartolo Colon's kids. <laughs> yes, that one. <laughs> oh, so the Mariners were playing the Tigers earlier this week. And Kyle Seeger already had two home runs. I think it was the seventh or eighth inning. And he hits Somewhere it there. out to left center. And Nico Goodrum had the ball tracked. Just as he gets onto the warning track, ball goes into his glove. But Brandon Dixon, the left fielder, also ran into him. Ball pops out over the fence. Home run. Yeah. Kind of embarrassing. Man, those teams that aren't going to win 70 games are really fantastic, aren't they? Alex, do you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> they could if they tried. <laughs> They're choosing not to. I'm fine with the Mariners being bad because it means they get a good draft pick. But uh, And that they've had good draft picks for the last, like, 35 years. They're actually just keeping okay, so they keep getting a bunch of, like, 12th picks. Yeah. Plus, them having good young guys doesn't matter because they always just trade them away to someone else as soon as they get good for more prospects. That was, like, the mid-2000s Mariners that were doing that. To so the last Mariners team that was good. <laughs> no, sorry, early 2000s <laughs> was the last Mariners yeah. team that was good. Last, They were good last year. Yeah, for, there was a long stretch of time where they were just the Yankees' farm system. Now that's the Martlins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys remember the last time something like this happened with Goodrum? Like the ball hitting a guy and bouncing over the fence? Wait, with Goodrum? Like same dude? A different dude. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was one that I mean, bounced off a dude's head, right? <laughs> like that's the famous one because it was Jose Canseco. It happens yeah. every few years. And then there's, there's Bartman. I don't Happened know if you guys have heard of this guy. That wasn't quite the same thing. Um, Bart Simpson's superhero character? Yeah, Bartman. Right. Yeah, but it'd be in slow pitch softball. Oh, yeah, off Bruce? Yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I don't, that I don't was going to be the other one I was going to... Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think this one is, a, is as embarrassing as the one that happened to the Orioles left fielder a couple weeks ago. Did you guys see that one? Yeah, I totally saw it. What do all these teams have in common? None of them are going to win 70 games. I don't care, Landon. So is your face. Ooh, oh, nice. face will win 70 games. <laughs> so is your face is always a good comeback. <laughs> so the left fielder for the Orioles, he was running in to catch like a blooper, and he dove way too And he early. made a blooper? Oh, it was bad. He dove so early that he had almost like stopped moving by the time the ball got there, and it just hit him like directly in the face and bounced into foul territory. He got a nice concussion out Hence of it. Hence why he's on the Orioles. And then they give him a raise. Who would the Orioles rather have playing outfield right now? Him or Tim Tebow? Him. Tim Tebow is a horrible, horrible, <laughs> no good, very bad baseball player. But so is everyone on the Orioles. <laughs> if Tebow was in the majors, he'd be hitting like 40. 
Like 040. 40 homers. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping bombs. He 40 hits a game. <laughs> he set the record for worst season by a qualified AAA player. So is your face. <laughs> I'd take it. <laughs> Just curious. The Orioles are that bad, though. No, Tim Tebow's so much worse. Also, yeah, but he's gonna bring in way for, more fans. Congrats True for that. Tim like Tebow. Three days, exactly. not no, being good at year. sports, at two sports now, and still being mentioned and talked about ten years later. Yeah, because he's what thirty-one now. Yeah, because yeah. last time he was good was at Florida in like oh six oh seven. He won a playoff game. It's true. He, he was so. on a team that won a playoff game through the game-winning touchdown pass. <laughs> Which I mean, it was like the one time in my life Tebow made me happy. He's better than Cam Newton. <laughs> no, you mean he's better than Kirk Cousins because he's actually won a playoff game. He's got a better playoff record. He's than Cam Newton. better than Odell Beckham Jr. because <laughs> he's won a playoff game. <laughs> Doesn't have as many touchdown catches as Marcus Mariota though. <laughs> All right, this week's mulligan brought to you by Homestead Farm and Golf in Linden, Washington. If you want to take advantage of your mulligan before you head round, head there and mention late night shots. Get a free small bag of range balls. Um, you can check out their Cleveland and Triction clubs and apparel that they have in the pro shop. And make sure to check out their shoes there as it is shoe month. You get 30% off of shoes throughout shoe the end fly, of the month. don't bother me. That's how I feel about you guys whenever I'm reading an ad. <laughs> and then they also have Strixon Demo Day on the 27th. Is that right? I don't know. I think it's the 27th. My computer's down. Can't tell you the date. I think it's the 27th from 2 to 5. So make sure to head to Homestead for all your golfing needs. All right, Brad, you want to just uh, leave and we can let Alex and Landon yell at each other about the NFC South? Is Drew Brees good? All right, we're good. We got ourselves like at least an hour. The answer is still yes. He's still good. Even with his dead arm? He just doesn't have very good arm strength. All right, before we get into that, <laughs> let's keep with how we've been doing all these and start at the bottom of the division. Drake style. With the Panthers. Oh, wait. <laughs> nope, the Bucks. <laughs> Do we all agree that the Bucks are likely the worst team in this division? No. They're easily the best. And being not, bad. not for storylines. <laughs> being bad. Yeah. The Bucks, it's they have a lot of offensive weapons. Yeah. You can say that about them, right? It's kind of I mean, they got my sad. Was, and the tight ends and Chris Godwin. And Godwin, yeah. Yeah. They lost their best receiver, Adam Humphreys. He's going to go win a Super Bowl. Yes, he is. Is he on the Saints? <laughs> Who is their third receiver now? Deshaun Jackson. Isn't he back in Philly? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. O.J. Howard. Yeah, probably. A They're... mixture of Howard and Brate, probably. Yeah, because they'll play them both a lot. Yeah. Put, but Howard I don't. I don't like know where Jimmy far, Graham spot. As far as actual receivers, I don't know who like on the depth chart would be. If only I had some sort of machine in front of me that could show me their depth chart. It doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help. It's like, hey, hmm. does it just not have any names on there? It's, they have a lot of rookies. That's about it. Oh, okay. well, can you name some of them, <laughs> Mister? I'm actually looking at the sheet uh, right now. Could, Contribute. Let's see. They got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, okay, then Justin Watson, Rashad Perriman. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah, that's their top four. Oh, that's bad. Dude, Bobo Wilson, bro, come on. Well, they have him like fourth on the left <laughs> side. Yeah, really good. Let's see, Scott Miller, rookie. So no one. Anthony <laughs> Johnson. Anthony rookie. Rumble Johnson, undrafted. Marcus Lodge, undrafted. Spencer Chanel, undrafted. Matthew Eaton, undrafted. Cartella Simpson, undrafted. I wish they would have had like some more weird names because you just had to read off a bunch of names and none of them were yeah, that difficult. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Least, like KJ Brent. <laughs> at least the Bears uh, had a lot of cool names. Was it the Bears uh, I that I decided so. yeah. were my new favorite team? Yeah. because of all the names. Yeah, they got nothing. Yeah, I'm looking. At, <laughs> I'm looking at the production from tonight's game. I'll be a preseason. But it matters. Bobo Wilson was their 
leading receiver. Bobo? Yeah. Bobo. That's B-O-B-O. Two receptions for 48 yards. The, re- the other three in front of him were two running backs and a tight end. I mean, it is the week two game, so it's really, really pointless. But I think it just goes to show you they don't have a third receiver. No. No. <laughs> Not at all. Um, so maybe they don't have as many weapons as I thought they did. No, it just seems like it because they have, they have Mike Evans, <laughs> and then they've always sort of had like another deep threat on the other side. But guess it's Bobo. It's got to be Bobo Wilson, bro. Yeah. I mean, as far as like a pair of tight ends, like Cam Brayton and OJ Howard are both pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're really going down to your tight ends to get to look for a reliable number two receiver, <laughs> then probably not in a great spot. No. Um, so also, things- when your best running back is Peyton Barber. That is actually just where I was going to go was the running backs. Um, the couple times we've had Greg on, he has mentioned that like they struggle with running backs. What was it, the one year they didn't have a rushing touchdown longer than two yards for the entire year? Yes. That's never a good sign. I'm pretty sure Doug Martin's available. <laughs> that is a sentence Mike you Allstott, never want to hear. Mike Allstott might still be available as well. There you go. Although he may not want to come out of retirement because – was he the one they spelled his name wrong on his jersey when they put him in the Ring of Fame? I think so. They had the incorrect amount of T's in this Yeah, they, they missed the first T. It was just like all sought. Is that what it or was? Or maybe it was one T at the end instead of two. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Which, by the way, I mean, you know, honest mistake. How could you misspell, like, your second best running back ever? Maybe first. I don't know how well Warwick Dunn did while he was there. He still did pretty good. Yeah. Um, so who is their best running back now then? Because you got Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones the second. It's Ronald Jones. Andre Ellington, Bruce Anderson. Ronald Jones. That's who you think it is? Do yeah. you think he's actually going to show up this year? Because he has struggled since he came into the league. When I was reading earlier, they were talking about him potentially starting. That was kind of... Yeah, the hope, right? Yeah, like doesn't mean he's good. Peyton Barber well, has. Who's the best? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Barber can be good enough, but he's so up and down, and I don't think he can carry a game like to be the number one for like to get that many carries. Um, I'd probably go with Blaine Gabbert. He is their backup quarterback, maybe, yeah. or their starting running back. <laughs> I was thinking Byron Leftwich. He is calling the offense there. <laughs> Bring him out. Do you? Because th- so you also got... they have a dude named Ali on their team, so not good. No, that's not good. Also, so, it's Ali. Yeah. But you mentioned Leftwich, Alex. So he's there calling the plays as the offensive coordinator, greatest quarterback in the history of the Jags. And Bruce Arians is the head coach now, right? Yep. yep. How much of an impact do you think having those two guys in there is gonna? change the Bucks offense because it seems like since left was just come in like he has been a decent coordinator or at least a decent offensive mind and then Arians I mean a lot of people are basing it off what he did last year in Arizona but you can't really base it off that because didn't that team yeah. was horrible I was gonna say didn't have yes. a lot to work with <laughs> he had nothing to work with so they're bringing they brought him in with the hope that he could somehow rejuvenate, you know, Jameis's career. And, you know, I would give them the benefit of the doubt. Alex is he's shaking his head. But wasn't this what they hired Dirk Cutter to do? Yeah. When they fired Lovey Smith after, like, what, a year? Two years? And then Dirk Cutter somehow had a job for, like, three years? Because And all three of them were brought in with offensive-minded people around him to somehow rejuvenate his career and it just also, didn't work. Um speaking ever. of <laughs> speaking of Jameis, is there anything he could do that you think would make the Bucks want to keep him? Because I mean I mean eight. they did draft him, so maybe if he goes back to Florida State and robs some more stores of crab legs, maybe they'll give him an extension. Say, but game, I mean like, twenty pounds and become a running back. Like even <laughs> Even if he... He'd be their starting left tackle if you freaking get Okay, 10 pounds. I don't know how much he weighs. The... He's, he's not a light dude. Football um, reference says he only weighs 230. I was 
thinking more like 250. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's probably he's maybe pushing I'm, maybe 250. He's a big boy. He was okay. probably drafted at 230. <laughs> um, Eating all them dubs. Yeah, because I don't even think, even if he comes out, throws for like 4,000, he, like, if I'm the Bucks, I go, you've had way too much time being terrible and being benched for a guy no one wanted. Conor McGregor? Yes. <laughs> By the way, in the Madden thing, they showed a picture of him, of Ryan Fitzpatrick, and for like 10 seconds, I was like, why is Conor McGregor in the Madden game? And it took me 10 seconds of going, oh no, that's Fitzmagic. Um, but but yeah, I, do you think there's anything that that could make them want to re-sign Winston? I mean, it's playoffs. He has 5,000 yards. Yeah, like I don't he, even think it has to take that. To he would have to have like an MVP season, right? Quarterbacks are hard no, to come by no. in this league. And really, if you look at going into next year's draft class, there's some okay ones. Some ones, some are unproven. Really, you're looking two years down the road with the hope of potentially getting like Trevor Lawrence before you have a really deep quarterback class. I but could are s- they going to re-sign Jameis for a two-year you could. deal. He wouldn't you, take that. You give him the Andy Dalton setup where it's, okay, here's your five-year deal for $120 million and it's just we can cut you after two years, and it's only going to cost us $36 million total or whatever. They, they could do that, but, I mean, if you got rid of Jameis, who are you going to bring in to play quarterback? Anyone else? I mean, Jameis, as much as Jameis is bad, he's still a starting caliber QB. Yeah. And uh, if you're not losing gonna, team. Yeah. I mean, but like they're, you, who are you going to replace they're not going to right? be They're not going to be good anytime soon anyway. <laughs> I why forgot not, that argument about not paying <laughs> Why not draft crap. a quarterback late, let Jameis go, just have a placeholder for a couple years, and then you can take one early but they, two years from now. They tried to do that with Glennon, and it didn't work out. Yeah. Glennon was a beast. <laughs> you leave him alone. <laughs> I mean, so it hasn't really worked out. Going that route, but I'm just saying, if you but, get rid of Jameis, like if you're if you're just talking about placeholders, why not have a cheaper placeholder? If you're just waiting for Trevor Lawrence or whoever's going to be in that class, so you're just gonna why would you have find... a twenty million dollar a year placeholder? Because that's what they're going to end up signing Jameis for, at least. Like it'd be that or more. But if you're just finding signing some guy, you're still going to end up paying him. Ten million a year or something like Unless that. Unless you draft one late and just but then you're let sticking him. in some late young quarterback who's probably just going to make your team terrible. And so the, as the opposed same. to being terrible with a veteran, but I don't think Tampa wants to be bad. That's the thing. No team but, wants to be bad. No, some teams want it to be bad. <laughs> like well, other, the, other than the Giants, I mean, the Giants look like they're trying the Dolphin, to be bad. The Dolphins want to be bad yeah. this year. They definitely do. Yeah, this specific year, but. If you're just like, all right, well, also, if if your aim is to get a quarterback a couple years from now, why not put in a young guy who's going to make you bad, get that pick higher? It's it, You could, I mean, but you also got to I'm put, just saying, I don't see a lot of upside to them signing also, Jameis. I mean, you could also, after this year, sign him to a one-year deal. Just, just hopes. You're hoping. Oh, yeah, if he struggles or he's just <laughs> Struggle. Okay. I mean, yeah. if you look at who the QB you know market is going into yeah. next year, I mean, I don't think he's going to sign a one-year deal because someone will offer him three years, like $10 million to be a backup. But would he rather play the one year as a starter to potentially earn another starting gig, or is he going to take a backup job? Because this thing was starting quarterbacks. They don't just want to all of a sudden drop being a starter to just be a backup to get yeah. more money. But if you really believe that you're starting caliber and you want to be a starter, you're not accepting a one-year deal. If you if Tampa Bay came if to it's you, your only choice. if Tampa Bay came to Bye. you and said, "Here, we'll give you a one-year prove-it deal to see if you can be our franchise quarterback on a legit one-year deal," or if I'm Tampa say, Bay, I go, "We had five years of you, and you say, didn't prove just, it." Just hear me out. Or you're like, say, say the Saints get rid of Bridgewater, and the Saints come in and they go, "Jameis, we'll give you a three-year, thirty freaking million dollar deal to sit on the sidelines for three years." What well, one are you going to take? Saints. Not him. Get that. <laughs> Get that ring. Just, just using it as no, an example. Just using it as an example. example. But you're going to take the starting. You're going to take the one year starting gig. Yeah. To try to prove it, right? Yeah. You are. Yeah. But 
if you have a guy for five years and he doesn't do anything, are you really going to be like, well, now you got to prove it? Maybe this sixth year is the magic one. Maybe you never know. No, it, it also it Alex depends on how long to be good. It depends yeah, on who's on the. He had to go to a different team because the Niners were like, we've done everything we can with him. Yeah, he was terrible. It all depends. <laughs> yeah, they were. Terrible, he had to so. go elsewhere. It all depends on who's in the market, though. That's yeah. really what it ultimately depends on is who's out there. Because if he's the best QB out there in the free agent market, then the Bucks are gonna, troubled QB market. The Bucks are going to offer him usually is. something. <laughs> so, just saying. I don't know how we got onto that, but don't worry about it. So, Blaine Gabbert, <laughs> what do you guys have the Bucks at this year? Eleven and O. <laughs> what do you actually have them at this year? Four and twelve. Alex is the lone one who is different than that. Five and eleven. And we all take Wait. the under on this because Vegas had them at six and a half when I put this all together. Which, if you're a team playing Tampa Bay, you drag a safety over Mike Evans and you make Jameis <laughs> throw to Chris Godwin every single time. Like, do you just play like a six-man box against them? You all might game? as well. No, all you do is you just play off just enough that Jameis thinks he can throw a deep ball because he loves 50-50 balls, but he doesn't have Kelvin Benjamin playing against a college team anymore. <laughs> so those 50-50 balls tend to not come down in his favor as often as they used I mean, to. If the Bucks wanted to sign Kelvin Benjamin, he's at a buffet right now. I was going to say, speaking of people who are 20 pounds <laughs> overweight, more people who that, like to that's, eat. No, he gained 20 pounds while we've been recording. <laughs> Trying to see. Oh, Kelvin Benjamin is currently working out. Oh, no, that was like two weeks ago. Working out for the Giants. I told you the Giants were trying to lose. <laughs> you know it's good when they won't give you a guy's weight. You type his name in on Google. Well, that's because the scale just said, get out of here one at a time. Like, <laughs> no, that is not a real number, Kelvin. So everyone else has him at 4 and 12 <laughs> besides Alex. And here's where things are going to get interesting. Fight, fight, <laughs> fight, fight. So we'll start off with the Panthers, who at the time I put this down, they were seven and a half in Vegas. That seems low. I know they didn't do great last year, but seven nope. and a half still seems low. Seems just right. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to put them at four wins. How's it feel? <laughs> do it. It's just our predictions. I don't care what you put them at. I'll put them at two wins. <laughs> Good. Wait, you don't care what my prediction for the Panthers is. But you threw a fit because I had Cam Newton outside of the top 10. Because he's a top 10 quarterback. That's Too bad we point. weren't doing a top 10 list. So I don't know why that mattered. <laughs> Anyone wants to be inside the top 10. Don't get sidetracked. He was barely top 20. You know what? I would rather be inside the top 1. Does that mean 2 doesn't matter? If you're the number 1, yeah, absolutely. If you were number 1, you don't want to be number 2, right? <laughs> if you were the best quarterback... Nobody in- wants to be worse than they are. If Nobody that's wants to be number that's two. what I'm saying, though. <laughs> Nobody does. If you are... Nobody calls Bono number two. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> moving on. It looks like they're only up to eight now, at least on Odd Shark, which comes from Bavada, I think. But So we'll stick what with seven What about Normal Shark? Um, I can't help you on that what one. What about Baby Shark? Don't even do, do it. Do, 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 baby Shark. Do, do, All right, do, do, so... <laughs> We'll go with Alex. Why do you have them under that seven and a half number? Uh, I don't like their offense. Okay. They got no quarterback. They have two running backs, though. <laughs> two running backs. One of them's put on too much weight. One of weight them's a receiver. A... <laughs> 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 he's a receiver, but he... he's got too big now, so I think he's going to lose some of that agility. Working out too much. Is it going to be one of those things where like he can't lift his arms up to catch the ball because they're uh, too big? Like he can't touch... <laughs> So Kelvin Benjamin? <laughs> no, Kelvin Benjamin couldn't catch the ball because he still had like KFC grease <laughs> on his hands. All Cam would have had to do was paint like a piece of chicken on the end of the ball, or like, hey, it worked for Lendell White. He lost weight and got bad. It's true. Not that he was ever amazing. Well, that's because he was playing all the games tequila drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Soon as he gave up tequila, how did he manage that? I don't know. I don't know, but as soon as he quit drinking tequila, he stopped playing good. All right, so their quarterback quarterback is their best running back. Their running back is their best wide receiver. Their tight end's old. 
Their gotcha. tight end is also their best wide receiver. <laughs> and the receivers are young. Young. Unproven. Wait, just, so just kinda So their receive their best receiver is their best corner. <laughs> like we gotta find another position for the <laughs> So that's why? Are you worried about their O line or just you just don't like the offenses makeup? I don't really know their O line too well. He's just hating because he wants to. Quiet Kirk Cousins. <laughs> No, if you tell me the O-line's good, I'll believe you. I don't really know the O-line. The O-line is much improved from what it was last year. It couldn't have been much better. So it's not good. Okay, got it. Uh, Pro Football Focus has them ranked top 10 this year. And that's all that matters, really. Well, that signing of Paredes really did help. Um, They got another new guy, right? They re-signed Daryl Williams, who was injured last year. And they got rid of Speed Pump McGee, as Cam Jordan calls him. <laughs> and Matt Khalil. Yeah. Because that was a disastrous signing. So. Horrible. We'll Wait, stick, we'll are, st- you, are you talking about the same Matt Khalil I'm thinking of? <laughs> yes, I am. We'll stick to the offensive side of the ball. So Alex said he's worried about the offense. What about you, Landon? No. Not worried about the offense? No. Is it because you think the O-line's better, so everyone else is going to have an uptick? If Cam's shoulder stays healthy, there's no reason why they can't do what they did for the first eight games of the year last year. I mean, and from everything you've been telling me, at least, that the shoulder does look healthy. Shoulder looks healthy. Yeah. And he doesn't look like he can't throw the ball more than four yards (laughs) like last year. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Dropping dimes for the record, Samuel. That didn't stop Andrew Luck from ha- not being able to throw the ball. Didn't stop Andrew Luck from having an awesome year last he just, year. He just sat out all, the yeah. whole year before. So. Yeah. So. But, and then part of the year before that. Uh, McCaff- part of this year. <laughs> they got McCaffrey, a much improved offensive line. Olsen actually had surgery on his foot rather than just rehabbing it like he did the year before. That's fully healed. And DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel are poised for a breakout year. Which, by the way, anybody that plays fantasy football, Curtis Samuel should be a sleeper on your board. Like, way asleep. Yeah, you should sleep on him. Like, let him, let him way, pass. way asleep. <laughs> Just saying. All right, so we'll move to the d- defensive side of the ball. And what was it, the last seven or eight weeks of the year last year, they were the worst in defensive football? Horrible. Absolutely yeah. god-awful. And it all started with that Steelers game. Well, I mean, absolutely. Keekley's no Bobby awful. Wagner, but he's all right. Yeah, you're right. He's better than Bobby Wagner, <laughs> but that's not the point. <laughs> but they they switched up their defense to a base three four rather than four three. Brian Burns is outstandingly fast. The draft pick out of Florida State. They signed Gerald McCoy, so hopefully much improved on that end as well. And they ended up seven and nine last year. Seven and nine after starting six and two. What do you think about this defensive side of the ball, Alex? Yeah, they got some good players on it, but I <laughs> that that's pretty high praise from. I do, the, I do like most or uh, a few other defensive. Guys. I like their defensive line now. Do they still have Star Lotule? No, he plays for the Bills. So their starting three will be who's the nose tackle? Kwan Short. That's right. I, yeah, I was like, I remember just a big. Dude that I liked. Yeah. They have their front so, yeah, three will be McCoy, Short, and Mario Addison, who led the team in Am I going crazy, year. or did they have Star at one point? They did. Okay. They did, yeah. yeah. Um, and they, they do have a lot of talent up front. McCoy, Poe, Short, Addison, Brian Burns. And they got this this Kuchly guy behind them. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, their best linebacker is Shaq Thompson, okay? <laughs> Repping you down. Repping the, you down. Their best linebacker is a safety. <laughs> Even our secondary's improved. Yeah, I do like a lot of the people on your defense. And you quietly have a very good safety combo in Boston and Reed. Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, like, I, like I've been telling you, Plus, if you get points for cheap shots, Reed is a shoe in. <laughs> Highly optimistic. Or quietly optimistic. All right, here's the question for you, Landon. What is higher, 
Eric Reed's unsportsmanlike penalties this year or Eric Reed's drug tests? Drug tests, for sure. Or just Eric Reed. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Even with – so especially now that he came out when he was tweeting at Jay-Z about all that crap with the commissioner and he said, uh, I'm going to be a pain in the, the NFL's uh, – He's behind been a pain in the NFL's in behind the, for how long? Yeah, but he says he's going to continue to be. You know, as soon as he walked in the locker room for or after the game tonight, there was probably a letter from the NFL saying, yeah. "Hey, take a drug test for us." Yep. Um, <laughs> it's like, hey, maybe you should stop pissing him <laughs> off. Like, yeah, like not... don't put the target on your own back. <laughs> also, like he's passing him, so I mean, all he has to do is pee in a cup. <laughs> so well, Josh Gordon couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Who was just reinstated today and yep. is now going to start practicing with the Patriots on Sunday yeah, the eighteenth. He he quit He's just long enough. Gotta be close. Quit just long enough for that conditional draft pick to drop around. Yeah, and then came back. Oh, I'm gonna be so upset. That if Josh is just Gordon goes a off coincidence, like right? Or, like, he probably will. He probably will. Yeah. He probably and then will. week fifteen gets suspended again. Eleven hundred yards, ten touchdowns, get suspended week sixteen. Patriots lose in the second round. First round. Yeah. Panthers got some nice uh, names on their team that you might want to add to your list. Like Bijan. That's the guy's first name. Uh like Bijan Mustard. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please tell me his last name is Mustard. No, nah, it's Jackson. Ah. Uh... Let me see. Pull up this depth chart. Hope this uh, lawnmower commercial starts they, playing because I'm have, on Espen. They have a Jean-Pierre Jr. on their team. That's a good one. Probably won't be on the team. <laughs> no, these guys are all like fifth string guys. <laughs> Wait, is this is Brian Cox Jr. like Brian Cox's son? Yeah. Yeah. Who I did not know he was just in the got cited for marijuana possession as he was driving home from training camp. Oh. <laughs> and they do have my favorite name of their roster from last year, F.A. Obata. Yes. It's a good name. All right, so Mr. I Hate the Team, Mr. I Love the Team. What do you guys have them at? I have them 11-5. It's pretty high. It's really high. Best division of football. You're very high. <laughs> Eric Reed high. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps passing all his drug tests though, so he can't be that high. He's still a complete <laughs> douche, just and I that hate him. Of a cheater. <laughs> I have heard that uh, the random testing is not random at all, and NFL drug tests are easy to pass. That being said, a lot of people get popped. If that's the case, there's a lot of really dumb players in yes, the league. Yes, there is. <laughs> there's a lot of dumb players yeah. in the league. What you got him at, Alex? I mean, I already know, but. Four and twelve. <laughs> oh wait, no. <laughs> changed, changed this pick. Seven and nine. I have them at negative fifty. Negative seventeen. So we're going and thirty-four. Wait, that's <laughs> you can't count their bye week, Brad. <laughs> um, I have them at nine and seven. As do I. So we're right in the middle of Alex and Landon. Which is why we let them talk about it. <laughs> I do think, though, that if... Oh, the, and they have Corn Elder, by the way. That's a great name. Which Dave Damashek did point out. If they played uh, Randall Cobb, there's a good chance the coverage would be Corn on the Cobb. That's just fantastic. That's <laughs> uh-huh. what I've been pulling for since they drafted him. Cowboys got to play the Panthers then. Yeah. Uh, Oh, so Landon, you have them at 11-5, and five, and if that is the case where they're looking to make the playoffs a double-digit win team, I think putting money on Cam to win MVP would be a good idea because he's 25-1. to one. We talked about this. 25-1 yeah. to is pretty good odds. Yeah, because I think that puts him like there's like 10, 15 people in front of him right there at least. If he's not top 10, it doesn't matter. He might as well not be in the league. <laughs> Well, he's a top 10 QB, so good thing it does, right? That's why there's nope. 15 people ahead of him. <laughs> MVP odds, not well, quarterback well, ranking. He was ranked 10th in Madden, I think. Is that yep. what it was? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look at the MVP list. Yeah, yeah, actually, Bobby Wagner is ranked above him in quarterback rating. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's not a top 10 quarterback because there's 10 people ahead of him in MVP odds who are all, 
all quarterbacks. Yeah. So that means he's number 11. Which oh, well. means kick him out of the league. Yep. Get means, him out of here. It doesn't still matter putting at all. money on him to win MVP. Why? It means 11 MVP. is pointless. Like, like, get rid of him. But they do have. They Trubisky need to cut him. He's number Baker 11. Him. Get him out. The MVP odds. Which kind of makes sense. If you're not first, you're last. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Actually, Reese Bobby, and then Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Ooh. That's not even worth it. Uh, wonder where the other... Let's see. I was looking for Jameis on this list to see what he was at. Jameis you can get some amazing odds on Jameis. <laughs> Try again later. You <laughs> can. 100 to 1. Is it? 100 Damn. to 1 for Jameis. Even that is... He's the same odds as Tyreek Hill. Not to commit another crime, but to win an MVP. <laughs> Which one of them commits another crime first? That's what I want to see Vegas odds on. Eric Reed. <laughs> Moving on. I'm going, going to the other side of the argument, Alex. We'll just skip over the Falcons because no one wants to talk about them. Or do you want to save the final argument for the end and talk about the Falcons first? Sark's an a-hole. <laughs> I don't even know if he's still there. But he shouldn't no. be. Is he there? Why? I don't no. think he is. No, no, no. He went back to Bama. Dirk Cutter came from uh, Tampa right. to Atlanta to be the O coordinator. Let's just keep talking about Atlanta then. We'll let Alex get some time to think. Why do I need to think? I don't know. <laughs> They're the champs. Almost. <laughs> Every year. The champs aren't here. <laughs> so the Falcons, Vegas has them at nine wins. Which seems like a decent amount. Um, Until we talked about this today at work. And we talked about it today at work. I saw a lot about this online today. That Their O-line looks really rough. Their starting O-line is horrible. That they got a couple rookies or new guys in there. They got another new guy that's going to be in there once he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Not good. No. If Matt, The hits that Ryan was taking last night. If he's taking those all season long, he will not survive the year. But what you're forgetting is last time Matt Schaub was a backup and and moved up to the starting role for the Falcons. Killed it. How long ago was that? It may or may not have been tw- like 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so when he was 26. <laughs> he's only gotten wiser. <laughs> you ever heard the term wily veteran? <laughs> He's got gray hair now, so he's sophisticated. When has he ever had a bad stretch in the NFL? Like, (laughs) Name six games in a row where he's done bad. (laughs) Do you have a burger named after you? (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird that Matt Schaub used to be pretty good. He had almost a 5,000-yard year. Yeah. (laughs) Then it all fell apart. Like even the year before that pick six stuff started happening, they were twelve like, and four with and he had four thousand yards yeah, and twenty two touchdowns. He his last year in Atlanta, the first time around, he did pretty well and then He didn't play in Atlanta. Yeah. Not really. Three hundred and thirty yards in his first season, five hundred yards in his second season, two hundred yards in his third season. Oh, why did it, maybe he just played like those three games and I came in and was like, Oh yeah, this guy's pretty good. For some reason, I thought he came in for someone and played a lot more than that. Nope. 70 passes, 64 passes, 27 passes. Sounds like a lot to me. <laughs> it's more than Lamar Jackson threw last year. <laughs> Wrong division. So I'm looking at the Falcons' starting offensive line. Jake Matthews, James Carpenter, Alex Mack, Chris Lindstrom, Ty Sam. Bralo, Bralo. Not very promising. Yeah, but they do have a guy named Matt Gono. I don't know where he is. He's the third string right oh, tackle. There he is. Okay. Uh, McGarry is going to be the starting tackle once he's healthy, right? Mm-hmm. I'll but- forever love McGarry for the comment after the last album <laughs> cut. Definitely could not say it on the podcast. Look it up. Google it. He was hungry. Let's say that. Or no, no. Other other people yeah. were hungry. So there was, he was trying to feed the world. Yes, that's what it is. 
James Carpenter, he was the one who was on the Hawks and the Jets, right? Correct. Yes. And failed both places? No, he was good for the Seahawks and then left when he got paid. Also, That's didn't right. Alex Mack get arrested for some sex trafficking stuff? There was an actress named Alex Mack oh. who got arrested for <laughs> okay for a bunch of that stuff. Okay. Jake Jake Matthews is the one that's been there for a while, right? Yeah. Okay. Wait, there's someone in the NFL named Matthews? I know, right? It's so weird. It's, it's like that family's never played in the NFL before. <laughs> if they are somehow able to protect Matt Ryan, they should put up a lot of points, right? If they throw to Julio in the red zone, they should put up a lot of points. I mean, it's probably the that's probably the second biggest question in the division right now, besides Cam's shoulder. Is are the Falcons going to be able to protect Matt Ryan? Yeah. Um, that O line looks freaking just not good, god awful, and. And oh, it looks okay to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks good for us. But, yeah, you two are probably both pretty happy. But, I mean, the other thing you got to question with the Falcons is, in the past they had Tevin Coleman to rely on when Devontae Freeman got hurt mm-hmm. at some point during the year. I was going to say, it will happen. They <laughs> don't have that now since he's gone. They got Edo Smith. Um, they got Edo Smith. Quadri Allison. I don't know why I said Wilson, but Allison. It's a fifth rounder. And Kenyon Barner. I don't know if he's going to do anything. But he might not even make the I don't team. see Kenyon Barner on this depth chart, and it goes four deep. So it's not a great He's sign. primarily their punt returner. And there he is. That makes sense. Um, yeah, my big thing with the Falcons is for the last couple of years, they've had a hard time staying healthy. Yeah. Like even on their defense and all that, which when you see a team oh, with yeah. that many injuries all the time usually means like their training staff isn't exactly up to par now they may have KZ's hired. already hurt again though yeah he got hurt last night i'm looking at their defensive because he cheap shot at somebody now he got <laughs> he got their defensive the depth rip. chart and they have red letters all over the place now granted questionable could be like you know you jammed your finger and you have to report it, it. is it is Probably that's probably updated. They did just play last night, so yeah. I have a feeling. Uh, a but few, there's already people. Eh, he's not playing. <laughs> yeah, um, that's why I like. I miss the probable one because that means it's an injury that doesn't really, yeah, matter. Um, but yeah, that's my thing. Until I can see that they will reliably stay healthy, I don't know. And looking at their backups, they don't really have the depth that. You know, yeah. you you lose, especially last year, what, in the first three, four weeks, they lost, like, their three best defensive players. Yeah, yeah that was rough. Yeah, anytime you lose your you starting lose, middle linebacker, yeah. it does not go well for you. No. But, so if this team stays healthy, which is asking a lot. If they're healthy, I like their defense, and they have enough weapons on offense could they challenge for the division title? Yes. You think so? Yeah. No. <laughs> if they stay healthy, though. And yeah, it no, looks like... healthy. So. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, they really need to stay very healthy or only have small injuries spread out or else they are in trouble. Yeah, they <laughs> definitely can't have, like, Deion Jones go down in week one and then... Uh, then Trufant go down, and then Keanu and, O'Neal go yeah, down. Yeah, Keanu O'Neal, and then Grady Jarrett. <laughs> that would not be good. Do you think Julio has the, like, he gets the comeuppance with touchdowns and actually scores more than five this year? Yes. I think I think they have to throw to him because different offense. Yeah. Well, not, not only that, but, I mean, if he doesn't start getting – touchdowns i think that's going to make up his mind for him on whether he wants to stay in uh atlanta when his when's his extension up did he just re-sign another one or was that i don't know i thought they wanted we're going to redo it again yeah because he redid one then someone got paid more and then he wanted more money so he i think originally it would be like after the 2020 season because the rams re-signed 
Cooks. Yeah. Yeah. Quintoris is signed through 2020. Yeah. So I think. That's Julio's actual yeah. name for people who don't know. <laughs> um, and Julio's not his middle name. He just came up yeah. with that. It's Quintoris Lopez Jones. Yeah. So I think it's important for the Falcons to make sure he scores and they kind of prove to him that he needs to stay there because if I was him, if I was definitely a top two, top three receiver in the league, arguably number one, I would want touchdowns. And if you weren't going to, if you were going to target me three times in the red zone in a season and two of those were in the same game, um, I'd be out. Unfortunately, funny, well, funny enough, eight <laughs> touchdowns, which is what he had last year, was the second most of his career, which is yeah, crazy. But it was two years ago when they started not throwing well, the red like, zone, right? He was like three six six. Yeah, but also years before that, also of those eight touchdowns, how many of them came from farther than twenty yards out? I do not know. But the thing with the NFL contracts is, he doesn't get to say he's going to go anywhere, right? They yeah. can franchise him and franchise him and then franchise him again. Yeah, you can. And then three they times can, or two. I believe it's three times in a row. I thought that was only with quarterbacks. You can do it three, but it goes up to like you making a hundred and twenty percent of whatever the highest paid player at your position is. So Would, I mean, that's going to be fifty million dollars by then. Yeah, which they wouldn't do now because Thomas got twenty mil per year, right? Wasn't it five for a hundred? Yeah, Alex with sixty some guaranteed. It was a lot. Day, yeah. yeah, and that number is only going to go up when other people have to. Five for ninety six point two five. That's a lot. Yeah, was like... it with sixty some guaranteed though? Total oh. guaranteed money sixty point six. Guaranteed is signing thirty six. Like after Cole Beasley wins MVP this year <laughs> and signs his twenty five million a year deal. Wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong division. What are the? I didn't. What you have to be in the <laughs> NFC South to win the to no, win no, he just the MVP stay in that stay in the <laughs> NFC staying South in the, staying in the division because <laughs> he plays for the Bills. I don't now. think the MVP is going to come from the NFC South. I'm sorry. I'm just saying if we're comparing, <laughs> too bad. Who's gonna too have bad. Should have brought it up in that division then. <laughs> if we're going to have the highest paid wide receiver it's obviously going to be cole beasley after his mvp season this year so the bills and are going to win Quint the super bowl no <laughs> but he will have four thousand receiving yards <laughs> and so, 37 touchdowns so the bills are going to win the super bowl he's gonna get a quarterback <laughs> he's gonna throw to himself like it's like gonna be like a brad touchdowns. johnson thing all the time every single play all right. His center is just going to have a flat back of his helmet. <laughs> so he can just throw it off of that. Well, Mark my words. What are the Vegas odds on center having a flat back of a helmet so that Cole Beasley can throw touchdowns to himself? Back to the NFC South. <laughs> Landon, you said if they stay healthy, they could make a charge for the division. It looks like you think they're going to stay healthy. Yeah. For all, that was before I watched the game last night. Doesn't matter. I told you. This Excel document that you can change at any moment in time is locked in stone. So, I said that for tonight we would go with it, but I would have them closer to nine wins, but for the Excel document's sake, since it's, you know, locked in etched stone. in stone, That's right. I have, I have them at 12 when I filled that out. So, you think preseason matters that much? Dude, their line is horrible. It's preseason. It's horrible. First game of preseason. The, You're knocking them three wins? Second. <laughs> Second, second now. Sorry, second game. Dude, preseason is kind of dumb, though. The Ravens have won like 18 straight preseason games or whatever. They're really good. But they're running a vanilla defense, and their O-line is still getting manhandled just up one-on-one. Yeah, they're lulling them into a false sense of security. <laughs> so when the de- they're playing the long game. So, so when the Once defense that defensive line gets tired, then in the fourth quarter... It's bombs away, Matty Ice. But yes, if you're gonna, yeah, I understand it's preseason. But if you're ever getting heard of the rope one on one and manhandled up front against a vanilla based defense, what's going to happen when defenses start throwing more exotic looks at you? You're still going to get beat like that, maybe even worse. Maybe they don't care that much because it's preseason. Because they don't like Matt Ryan. <laughs> Nobody likes Matt Ryan. <laughs> Lindsey, okay, okay. pain the Falcons' <laughs> O line to not block for him. 
If you don't like Matt Ryan, definitely follow Lindsay on Twitter because it is hilarious. So 12 and 4. And, yeah, just can never change anything on here because we definitely haven't changed rankings or records during the other preview episodes. Etched in stone. And if you change Uh it, your computer Uh breaks. The Falcons are losing a game. Six. Seven. (laughs) Okay. Landon, you really had to do this. Now these guys are just going to mess with all this stuff. You're the one one who's saying we couldn't change it ever. I'm the one agreeing with you. I'm just watching watching all the little boxes just be highlighted constantly. Just so you listeners know, Landon, it looks like, now has the Panthers at 0-16. Yep. I don't know what kind of Alex fingers did that. but Hey. It wasn't me. Oh, last edit Some was made seconds on the ago. Wasn't me. <laughs> it was not me. If only there was this little thing I click on at the top that would show me every edit made and by who did it. Check it. Wasn't. Mm. Me. Oh wait, make a bet first. <laughs> I want in on this bet. I bet you I can tell you who did it. <laughs> All right. So Landon's got him at twelve and four. He's the only one that has them in double digits. I am got him at nine and seven. Um, probably missing out on the playoffs. Not sure yet. I think that's what I'm leaning towards now. I have them at 20 and 0. There's going to be a game that is going to be rained out. They're going to win it again. So you're going NFL schedule like 15 years from now? Yeah. No, they're just going to win a game. Then it's going to be recalled. They're going to have to replay the game. They're going to win it again. Boom. Speaking of games that I wish were recalled. Hold on. <laughs> what do you have the record at, Alex? 8-8. Eight I don't remember if you I said forget. I think I had nine and seven. Yeah, uh, eight, eight. You got eight and eight also. Oh, that's right. I had them one game behind the Panthers. Okay. All right. So the final team in this division, the Saints, Vegas has them at ten and a half, tied for the second most wins of any team in football. Um, early prediction. Something devastating is going to happen in the NFC Championship game. <laughs> Or playoffs, or in, the playoffs. in general. Yeah. No, it keeps going one step up each year. So just in the Super Bowl. It was the Bowl. divisional so game. It was the championship. It's going to be the Super Bowl. <laughs> Where's the Super Bowl at this year? Probably New, New Orleans. Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, It'll be right afterwards. Oh, God. <laughs> it's in Miami. Still might be riots. Still, still there will be will riots. Be riots. No one will know what they're rioting for. Just for they will be everywhere. drunk and or high, and Eric Reed will be like, "I don't know." There was high people here, so this is just a normal Sunday. All right. Well, Saints, you guys gonna yell back and forth at each other? I mean, I have a twelve and four, so and winning the division. Do you have Drew Brees' MVP again, like he did last year? Come back to me, Week One. That's not how this works. We put people on the spot with no time to prepare. I like that. No, I like that you no. are so all in by week two of the preseason to no. already throw out the Falcons, and then you're like, ah, I can't, haven't made up my mind on the Saints. If you watch, <laughs> he if, needs to wait till week one or two, and then week three doesn't matter, and then we go from there. <laughs> the Falcons O line. I'm just telling you, just watch some of the game last night. The Saints don't have that problem. No, no, they do not. No. And the Saints typically stay healthy. And one of the people at this table is actually very excited about a new addition to the Saints offense. So, Landon, you want to go ahead and talk about that? (laughs) Because you told me that at work this week. I'm good. I refuse. I want to hear it. All right, Alex. Well, what are you excited about with the Saints offense this year? Oh, pretty much everything. Byron left. They finally got rid of that terrible running back I hated. Cam Newton. (laughs) I wouldn't mind him as a running back. <laughs> Taysom Hill. No, nope, he's still there. He's still there. Mark Ingram. Yes. Never liked him. I don't. I'm I'm slowly becoming more and more excited for him in Baltimore. But good luck. Yeah. Thank you. So, do you think the Saints have a shot at having the best offense in football this year? Because I think through what twelve weeks they were number two. Number three? Yeah. They were up there. Yeah. I don't know what they finished at. Do you think they have a shot to be the best offensive football this year, Alex? Yeah, I think so. There's really no weak spot. Maybe fullback. I don't really know who the fullback is because 
It is Zach Line. <laughs> it's fullback. Yeah, fullback's not really even a thing anymore. No. Unless you're the Niners and you want to super overpay for your fullback, even if he is good. Um, no, but they got great receivers. Great tight ends, or good tight ends. Which is actually the position I was trying to get Landon to talk about, is tight end. Jared Cook. Going to have a good year. Hasn't been good since he was in Tennessee. He had a good year last year. I know. <laughs> for the Raiders with John Gruden. Hey, wrong division. Stop talking. <laughs> saying. Well, wrong no. division. He's same, not in the NFC. Same I trust division. No. The Raiders <laughs> aren't in the <laughs> NFC South. Jared Cook Ra- is, though. The Raiders aren't in the <laughs> NFC South. Not allowed to mention the Raiders. Jared Cook is going to have a good year. I think so, but it's coming from the Raiders. I don't know. If he last if, year was Jared Cook's best year of his career, if he I put up good numbers, about with, the hasn't been good since Tennessee. Well, you're actually kind of right. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jeff Fisher was his coach for a long time, so and his. If you look at the quarterbacks that were throwing to him, that most of those years weren't his fault. No, but now he's going from Derek Carr to Drew Brees. I think he's poised for a good year. So 101 targets last year. Does he have more? Plus, than that? imagine how easy. Oh, not in that offense. Imagine how easygoing not, the no. Saints are going to seem coming from a John Gruden team. He's going to be like, "Wow, everything's so calm and nobody's." I don't know. Sean Payton is a little bit of a. Uh, he gets fired up sometimes. Yeah, he gets yeah. he gets pretty fired up. No, he's a Especially douche, with- but he he doesn't just like <laughs> let everybody run around and do whatever they want, and then try to be like, "Yeah, I lay down the law." Especially when he doesn't have his juicy fruit, but that's not the point. Skull clap. <laughs> so 68 catches is his career high. That was also last year. More than that? I could. Uh, yes. I could see more than Just that. Just because the accuracy is so good. Yeah, You can't argue with it. can't <laughs> no, argue with the accuracy. I just like the delivery on that. <laughs> accuracy. Here's, here's my question for you, Senior Alex. Towards the end of the year, and Chris and I have talked about this at work, so he can't deny this. I think we've talked about it on the podcast, too. Uh, towards the end of the year, Bree started to lose some of his arm strength. Show me the stats where it says his velocity is down. You can tell by watching the I'm game. I'm sure I can actually go find <laughs> If, if you show it to me, then I'll believe it, but I don't see it in the game. Um, do you think having Cook is going to help that, though? Because I think so. It gives him a tight end to throw to this year other than was it Dan Arnold was <laughs> I, was like, I don't even know the guy in last year because was wasn't Dan last Arnold? year just like here random white guy play tight end you can catch three passes kept a game bringing it, people in from it, everywhere even like outside of Michael Thomas at receiver it was kind of like that like you had that uh, crap what's his name number 10 Trey Quan Smith yes. he's good he did. He's the he, one. He was young. It was his rookie year, right? So but that, but that's what I'm saying. Outside of outside of Thomas, yeah, Ted Ginn, <laughs> hit or miss, hit or miss. Unless he plays with the Panthers, and all of a sudden he figures out how to play football, and he goes <laughs> yeah. somewhere else, and he can't figure it out. I've never understood that, but um, no, I like Trey Juan Smith. Um, you actually do, yeah. He's super super quick. Yeah, it looks like he's going to be what third on their depth chart right now. Yeah, yes. second or third. I could see him becoming the number two. Yeah, I could him at two. Ted, you think he's that bad? You're going to call him number two? Well, he's not better than Michael Thomas, so yes. Because Ted Ginn's in front of him, right? Yeah, right now. I'd, yeah. Was I'd it? probably think, bump him, but was it two years ago? I think he had the best catch percentage in all of football. Ted Ginn did. Last year he was back to more of his career average. He was fifty-seven percent. And there's going to be that some, some undrafted guy somewhere in there that's going to be really good. So probably. So do you think? Does. Do you think Ginn plays the year, like stays healthy, and is able to contribute as a decent number two receiver, or even number three receiver in that offense? I think more number three, but decent. Yeah. I want to see where they play him out of. Yeah, yeah, it kind of depends. Because yeah. he's always typically played out wide. Um, if they put Smith out wide, I don't know how good Ginn will be playing out of the slot. Yeah, because I don't know how don't quick he is really seen him anymore. Yeah. He's, he's always played out wide, right? Because yeah. he's always been a burner. I think he's still pretty fast. Um, he's 34 he's, now. He's still quick, right? Yeah. But I, you got to get Traquan Smith on the field to play more. He's a second-year guy. Yeah, I'd say Ginn drops him. Probably by the end of the year, maybe fourth best, probably. Is there is there somebody you see that could 
jump into that top three? Mm, not yet, but I haven't really watched any preseason I mean, games. It is only two games in. Right? Have the Saints played their second game? I don't know if they've played it yet. I don't think so. I haven't heard it, but it, I, it's preseason. I really don't pay too much to the game. So, I just, If it's on, I'll try and watch it. If it's they not, have not. Okay. They play Sunday against yeah. the Chargers. Usually by the third or fourth one, I'll start watching this. Yeah. The third games are the that's important when, ones. Yeah, that's when the starters actually play more than one possession. <laughs> so we got Keith Kirkwood, Simi, Simi, not Sammy, Simi Cobbs, Emmanuel Butler, and Lil Jordan Humphrey. His, his first name is Lil Jordan. <laughs> he has to be on there your you list. <laughs> Simi Cobbs, did he play at Northwestern? Um, Sounds super familiar. He's a center fielder. Let me check. <laughs> Uh, did he play wire? Northwestern. Temple. Close. Close. I have no idea if that is or not. Temple's in... Philly. Is it? Okay. Northwestern's in Illinois. So I guess yeah. kind of. Yeah. Um, I really like this little Jordan Humphrey guy now. <laughs> That's such a I'm great not name. seeing him on their death chart at all. I'm on our lads. And he's Man. the number four right wide receiver. So no, he's not. He's from Texas. Well, I don't think it's really. They have the, the first three, and then after that, I just kind of throw names up there. You know, carries my new favorite person. Um, I actually like Will Clap because I assume. <laughs> well, one, he will clap. <laughs> I I assume that he is Jason Garrett's son. Say <laughs> and then two. When people are calling out, when the linebackers are calling out coverage and like blitz schemes, someone's going to yell, you got clap. <laughs> nice. But yeah, will clap. That's, that's up there on my list. So Bridgewater was going to leave, almost did, and then ended up coming back. Does that make you feel better about the team in the event that Breeze goes down? Yes. <laughs> As much as I like Tyson Hill, I don't think... He threw the ball, what, three times last year? I don't trust him as a quarterback right now. They got JT Barrett. No, they don't. He's in Seattle. Yeah. Is he? Why is he listed? This must not be... The Saints only have three quarterbacks on the yeah, they chart. Oh, I got him in Seattle, signed him I like pulled up the, a week ago or something. I gotcha. I pulled up the ESPN one. has JT Barrett listed on there for some reason. That Does it have... It doesn't have Lil Stank... <laughs> um, does the ESPN one have a day of like last updated? Um, no, it does no. not. But I would imagine they, they probably do don't not go deep on their depth chart. No, here. yeah, mo- usually just first and second string, and then maybe third. Yeah, JT Barrett. You click on his name, and it brings you to the Seahawks. Yeah, so. I'm assuming they probably don't put a ton of effort into keeping the depth chart super up to date during the preseason because they <laughs> shift around so much. It's ESPN. They effort. only do it like 70%. <laughs> they only do it 70% when it matters. In the preseason, yeah. they're down to like 4%. They have a tight end with the name Alizé. That's kind of cool. He's uh, tied for third string with Dan Arnold. <laughs> Who was the Saints' starting tight end last year? Hey, Arnold. Ooh, they should trade Dan Arnold <laughs> to the Jets so Sam Darnold can throw to him. Their tight ends were terrible last oh, year. You know for sure somebody freaking was saying that in that locker room. Oh, yeah. For sure. All right, so, Landon, you got them at 12-4 and four and winning the division. Correct. Quit doing that. It's loud. As of right now. He's laying down the law. Laying down the law. <clears throat> yeah. And you know what's going to happen when they celebrate? Their right <laughs> guard will clap. <laughs> nice. All right. uh, I have them at 12-4 and four as well, just like Landon does, winning the division. Bradley? Same. 11-5 and five winning the division. <laughs> I was pulling it up. I have 11-5. and five. Right. <laughs> Alex? 13-3. and three. Ooh. 13-3, and three, huh? And the... You want me to give a little spoiler with them too? 
Number one seed. Yep. Nice. You like get an extra win for being my team, so. Yeah, okay. Which, just imagine, if Landon didn't like the Saints, he'd probably have them at like 15-1. and one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know it. Drew Brees winning the MVP. Traquan Smith going off for like 1,400 yards. Will Clapp, rookie of the year. <laughs> I don't even know if he's a rookie. Uh, Dan Arnold, no, no, best tight end. He was drafted in 2018, so this uh, is his seventh year. rounder. So he was a practice squad guy last year. Yeah. So he's going to be like their next best superstar. That's what they do. Eric McCoy, rookie of the year. That'd be weird. If Quinn Nelson didn't win it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will Clapp, rookie of the year, <laughs> most right. improved. Jason Garrett's best friend. <laughs> All right. Anything else on the NFC South? Best division in football. I think you do have them as the best division in football. I'm shocked. I'm shocked about that one. I was trying to do win add-ups real quick. Well, he has three teams in double digits. Yes, he so does. So that pretty much basically <laughs> makes them, the, I think, mathematically. Yeah. By a few wins, he has it that way. He almost has the AFC North. With three teams with double digits. But he also has the Bengals with two. So that the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> and they are horrid. Yes, they but are. But anyways. <laughs> All right. Last words on the NFC South? The Bengals right guard is named <laughs> Will Not Clap. <laughs> Alex? Anything? Nope. Well, here, here's a question for you before we leave, Alex. Does Drew Brees yes. break his... Accuracy record for the third year in a row. He needs to throw 74.5%. I think he's going for 75 with Cook. I think he's got it. No. <laughs> no. Go big. No. Come no. on. No. No. Because no. what was it? Through like 11 or 12 weeks last year, he was throwing 77% or something like that. I'll give you one. Even though I'm skeptical, if Kamara can carry a full load doesn't have to he's going to have 2,000 yards from scrimmage this year that is a lot total yards from scrimmage I guess I'll say well they have Murray now too still with Ingram gone he's going to have 2,000 yards from scrimmage this year in some variation does that count returning (laughs) just all purpose yards all purpose yards are purpose or like receiving running receiving and running so from from scrimmage scrimmage. yeah All right, Alex, here's the only thing I was able to find about Breeze's arm strength dropping that I could. Is that it doesn't matter because he's behind Will Clapp. So through 10 weeks, he was 77%, and he averaged 8.8 yards per attempt. The remainder of the year, oh, come on. Sometimes football reference is a pain in the butt. It's because they ruined the Excel spreadsheet that was etched in stone. <laughs> Uh, he dropped 8% and 2 yards per attempt for the last 5 weeks of the season. So he was throwing it shorter and less accurate. But I cannot find anything about ball speed. Yeah, Just air yards per attempt, yards per attempt, and completion percentage all went down. And he threw 4 interceptions in 5 games where he only threw 1 in the first 10. Riddle me that one. There's nothing with arm strength. <laughs> All right, is that it? <laughs> that is it. Are we done. I hope Will Clap names his son Golf. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, it took an hour, and Brad broke me. Uh, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, just a couple other ones. Late night shots should be easier to find now. Let you guys know once we're on iTunes. So head out there and support us.